Hey, y'all, thank you so much for tuning into this message. We hope that it speaks to your life. And if you have questions, please contact us. You can contact us on the website at thousandhillsranchchurch.com or thousandhillsranchchurch at yahoo.com. And then you can also call us at 580-216-6427. And may God use this message to change your life. Morning. Can you hear me? I'll start out with a confession. I can walk into an arena with a cow that was blowing snot at me yesterday and be a lot more calm and ready to stand in front of her, ready to rip my head off, than I can stand in front of a crowd of a bunch of really nice people. That makes absolutely no sense at all. But, but um, got a challenge for you today. First, I'm going to play something, and when you recognize it, I want, want it to blurt it out and tell me what it is. You ready? It's going to take a second. Might take a couple seconds. Can you hear it? It just told you. Can you hear it? Do I need to play it again? It's the rifleman, and I'm not going to play it again. It's a new show out. Anyone watch the rifleman? That's okay. It's not new. I shouldn't start my sermon with a lie. Um, it's I've got a nine-month-old baby, and he can be chewing on anything anywhere in the house. And if the rifleman comes on, he gets whiplash every time because he like he hears a trivia. How many times does the rifleman shoot his gun at the beginning of the show? My wife just does not get to answer. So if you heard her, it's cheating. It's been a debate in our family. Anybody know? I'm going to call in to stump the host one morning and ask. Five? No. Thirteen. Check me. My father-in-law asked, so it's been an deba- ongoing debate. I say 12, he says 14, and our wives say 13. It's 13. But so <laughs> DVR is wonderful for that. So my sermon today is the rifleman and wild cow milking. We got to see the people that were at the ranch rodeo helping. Who all, just raise your hand, who got to come watch? There was a lot of good hands and a lot of great wrecks. Really good wrecks. And um, if you see Sam, pat him on the back, but be gentle. Um, he's had a rough couple weekends. He, um, last weekend, he endowed his horse after he roped a calf. Tied on. Um, and then this week... He made a really good bronc ride. Saddle slipped up a little bit, and, and he, he hung on. He's tough. I'm hurting just watching him. But um, what can you guys tell me about the rifleman? Nothing. I will be praying for every one of you this week. You need to watch the rifleman. It's on at 5 o'clock on Saturday mornings. I expect everyone to be up and watching it. He's very honest. Said he's honest. He's known. He's good with his gun. He's not known for his gun, but his gun's popular. He stands for what's right no matter what. What's his boy's name? Mark. He shoots it straight with Mark. He tells him how it is. Sometimes it's age appropriate, but he tells him how it is. But no matter what it is, if it's Micah that needs straightened out the sheriff, he straightens him out. Or if it's this N, if it's the bad guys, we watched one this morning with Sander, and he... 
He got shot, but he was laying there. But at the end, what always happens to the rifleman? He's right. He comes out this morning. He's, he looks dead. He's in the middle of the road, but he's got his rifle with him, of course. And they break the, the bad guy out of the jail. There's four of them that break him out. They shoot Micah. They shoot all the other guys. But at the end, the rifleman had enough strength. He sets up, and when the bad guys are getting on the horse, he gets all four of them before any of them draw their gun, because he's good. <laughs> and he's fast. And um, so at the end, it's always good. It's o- he's always right. He's always good. And it ends up where he's got the little music, and it's him and his boy, and it's good. They're back to the ranch. They're back to selling seed bowls. They've got some Herefords or whatever it is, but life is grand. Let's flip stories. The other part of my sermon, wild cow milking. What's the end of that? The cow wins. Cowboys, I got home last night, and I didn't even milk a cow. Luckily, Miles missed twice, and we didn't have to go milk. But I untucked my shirt, and I had dirt clods dumping out of my shirt. That's what happens and like guys are drugged. You got dirt in places you don't want to admit, and you got them your boots full. You got blood coming out your nose. On a good run, on a bad run, who knows? Um, but wild cow milking's not always so grand. It's fun. I will volunteer and love to go to the head and want to try and milk a cow all we can. But it doesn't always end with the little song. Hopefully it ends with the rope, the bottle of milk, at the circle. Then the injuries aren't that bad until the next morning. And then you're hurting. But it's not that bad. They got to thinking, you know what, life's... We want to be like the rifleman, and it's a great show, but a lot of times we're facing, are the nine boys here? (laughs) They brought us some cows, and the one that particularly sticks to me is she had horns that came out and circled clear around and touched her nose, and that team drew a really, really good little ticket or something because the cow was ornery enough and mad enough, she hit the fence and got stuck. (laughs) <laughs> and it gave them time to get their wits about them, and then she got undone. But anyway, sometimes we we draw those cows, and they brought some cows that were they were really friendly. You didn't have to chase most of them; they came and found you. Um, <laughs> but they came out; they were pawing, they were blowing snot, and um, when they when they couldn't get them out of the date, and they come out and look at the horse and just come straight at you. You want to be the roper on the horse. The muggers on the ground. We stayed to the fence. Um, but that's what life, we, didn't, we don't pick our cows yesterday, we, but we had to handle whatever came out the gate. We drew, my team drew a really big black cow that came out of the gate like this and found Miles and went straight to him. Um, and again, he rode out and said, sorry boys, but I think I just gave you two blessings because he missed two loops. Um, but there were some others that the good hands handled them, but still the good horses had a trouble because they were, they were all there. And that's with life. Lucas McCain, he doesn't pick everything, but they, at the end, it always comes out good. In reality, things don't always come out good. The two differences, the similarities, Lucas McCain's got his rifle, and that's a talent. He's got a support system. He's got a marshal, and he's got a boy. That's good. He rides good mounts. Anyone know Mark's horse? Blue boy. I don't know what color it is because it's black and white. It looks like a bay horse to me, but he calls him blue boy. Um, they've got good mounts. They've got good support systems. We've got that on the ranch rodeo teams. You, 
not calling out any other teams, but you could tell the teams that practiced together, worked together, and gelled together, and there were hands, because they didn't, most of them didn't talk, but when they roped a cow, they were straight gathering whatever it is, they worked together, and they gelled, and they worked together. Some teams that hadn't got to practice or weren't as skilled or whatever the circumstance may be, just were out of sync, and you can tell that. And it really, you can tell it in the wild cow milking, because if they're not in sync, they're headbutting the cow, or they're underneath the cow, and you're trying to milk it from underneath of her looking at the udders, not a good place to milk. Um, but when we're riding for the big guy's ranch rodeo team, we don't have to worry about that. He's got us taken care of. He'll get our, he'll get our cow roped. He'll lay her down. All we have to do is milk her. We may get ran over. We will get run over. No matter how good a Christian you are and we've been a Christian 10 seconds or 20 years, we're going to get run over. The reality is life's like a wild cow milking. And um, we've got to go in the arena. We've got to ask him to open the gate because that's a part of it. We can go in the arena, but they say, are you ready, boys? And if you say no, they're not going to open the gate. They're not going to drop the flag. But then it's pointless. So we've got to go. We've got to take the challenge and say, yeah, we're ready for whatever cow. And yesterday you could stand there and there wasn't tarps on the gate. So you could see the cow doing this and trying to chase the horses and hooking them as we're saying, yeah, we're ready. Let her out. We're going to go hug her and milk her. Um, but that's life. If it's money issues, if it's putting down a lifelong pet or having divorces or whatever it is, wild cows come at us. Um, I started out this sermon with kind of going off Bo's pit happens. I was going to say life bucks. Um, but I like the rifleman and wild cow milking butter because yesterday it was in our mind. You can draw a good cow and a good cow might stand there, but they're still... They don't want to be roped. They don't want to be restrained. And, and sometimes we're the cow coming out for other people. And when we're put on a team, that's part of it. So we've got, got to come to that. But with that, Lucas McCain, what I was saying, has got his rifle, got his support system, got his boy, got Micah, got all that, and it's good. We've got a support system, Ranch Rodeos. We've got our shaps, so if we get kicked, it minimizes the bruise a little bit. And sounds really good. We've got our good ranch horses. We've got our team that hopefully we're gelled with for practice with. We've got pickup men or we've got judges in the arena if something happens. And one thing I've noticed yesterday, and we had to see it a couple times, unfortunately, when someone gets hurt, it doesn't matter if you're on one team or the other. Whoever can get through the gate first, they go to the guy in trouble. Sam had a wreck and we got to go to him and luckily he's good. He's healthy. There was another guy that got his hand on the rope, and it doesn't matter if you're in a red shirt, white shirt, whatever. Whatever team you was, whoever could get there helped. It wasn't, the competition was out the window at that point. And that's what it's about when we're Christians. And it doesn't matter if we're Christians or not Christians. We're called to go help. If we see someone in a bind, get to them. Um, a wreck we had last week in the Freedom, we had, I mean, there was guys from three different states on multiple teams, and it's cool. And that's the ranch rodeo thing. That's just the ranch culture, the rural culture, but you get to see it. In a setting, because you go to a ranch rodeo, you're going to have a wreck. Wrecks. Um, but with that, we've got our talents. And with that, when a wreck happens, everyone knows their talents. If they've got medical background, they start doing that. If they don't have medical background, they grab the horse or they cut the rope or whatnot. But we know our talents. And in Romans 12, it talks about talents. And if you're open to, to Romans 12, verse 6. And I'm going to read... Actually, I'm going to jump up before we'll start at 6. Before there, we're going to get start at 4. And it says, just as our bodies have many parts, each part has special functions. So as with Christ's body, 
We're all parts of his body, and each of us has different work to do. And since we're all one body in Christ, we belong to each other, and each of us needs to bond together. We don't all have the same talents. Um, some people can get up in front of a crowd and talk, and it's no big deal. Some people can get, out and grab, get on a bronc and come out with a smile. You're not gonna, <laughs> someone asked me if I was going to ride broncs, and I said, I've, I, I, I wanted to at one point, but I said, I was worried about the bronc hurting me, but I was more worried about my wife hurting me. Um, <laughs> but some of those people yesterday, they got on a bronc, and they had some rank broncs, and they rode them out like a saddle horse, it looked like. They were just in time, and it was pretty. Some of them weren't so pretty. I mean, and that's luck of the draw, but that's not my talent. Riding bulls isn't my talent. Whatever, but no matter who we are, how long we've been a Christian, how short we've been a Christian, we've got talents. And our church needs to be kind of like that toolbox or that ranch rodeo team. We can't have all headers, we can't have all healers, or we can't have everybody that wants to go to the head and mug. We've got to have a whole rounded team to go to it. And it was cool yesterday just to sit back when I rolled in as we had people cooking, we had people giving rides, we had people taking entries, we had people pushing cattle. Um, it was fun to see the little kids. I walked around the, or the little entry shed, and there was, a, I don't know, four or five kids, and they had a line. And everyone that walked by, they were giving high five. And you didn't get by them without giving a high five. That's those little kids' talent. They didn't know it, but, I mean, it doesn't matter how little. But, and you can't walk by Hampton or Hank or any of the other kids, and they're like, hey, and, or Riggin. And they, all those were there, and, um, and they'll make you talk to them. I had a little piece of bread, and, and Hampton came up and said, I like that. And he struck up a conversation with me. I mean, but those, we all have those talents. And we're going to get into that a little more. But it's God's commands that we use our talents. If it's shooting, shooting. If it's roping, it's, if it's writing letters, if it's shooting a bow, if it's whatever. Um, someone's talent is putting business cards for Thousand Hills Ranch Church. I've been to the Buffalo Vet Clinic quite a bit lately. And there's cards up there. And um, that's, that's a talent. You don't have to be around people, but just drop names. Or I saw a lot of our guys at the south end of the arena yesterday just talking. And it wasn't church stuff. It wasn't God stuff. But it was talking bloodlines or it was talking ropes or if it was talking horses or whatever. That's a gift. Well, we've got to use them. And if we get down to verse 6, it says, God has given each of us the ability to do certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to teach, teach. He's given you, if your gift is serving, serve them well. If, you're, if your gift is a teacher, teach again. If your gift is encourage, encourage. If you have money, share it. If you have God's given leadership ability, use it. And if you have the gift of showing kindness, show kindness. And I added some more on there. If you have the gift to gab, use it. Um, in our culture, some of the cowboys, it seems like it's, it's feast or famine. Some of them have the gift to gab and they gab or they don't talk at all. And we've got to know who we're dealing with also. I mean, if we have the gift to gab and we're around someone that doesn't talk, we need to shut up <laughs> or find somebody else to ride in the pickup with them that's not going to talk their ear off because that's something with Luke, with the rifleman. He knows who he's at. And if he's on a stagecoach riding with his rifleman, I call it shotgun, but he doesn't carry a shotgun. Um, what caliber is his rifle? 4440? Man, you guys have got. I expect everyone to be up at 5 o'clock Saturday morning. If you're tired at church, that's okay. It's the rifleman. Um, but he knows his talents. And um, he shoots from the hip when he needs. He never aims, but he shoots from the hip and he's good with it. He, why? Because he practices it. He doesn't go anywhere without his rifle. 
and his horse. And he doesn't, if you watch, he doesn't have to look. When it's in the scabbard, he can grab it out of the scabbard. He's, he's comfortable with it. And that's one thing we've got to be comfortable with our faith. And if it has to be, I mean, we'll pretend that our faith is our rifle and we need to be able to pull it out of our scabbard and we can shoot it from our hip. How does he shoot it so fast? It's got a ring, but it's got a deal that flips up. So every time he cocks it back, it shoots it. So he doesn't have to think about it. And what I want you to think about, shooting 13 shots comes like this to him. It's natural because he comes around and he shoots it like this. Is that realistic? I don't know. I think it is because it's the rifleman. Um, but we need to be that natural with our abilities. And, um, but he knows there's a limit to how many bullets he's got in his gun. So he has to know how many bullets he's got in his gun and he can't try and shoot too many. We've got to know also what our limitation is for our talents. I've been guilty of trying to think I have too many talents and doing some things that I shouldn't have done. And I'm mediocre at it when if I could just focus on one thing or simplify it. Like with Ranch Rodeo. What's the first thing you got to do in the wild cow milking to get her milked? Roper. Monty Gore told me, I mean, he was giving me a hard time, but we, we missed our loops yesterday in the milking, and he said, Jason, you can mug her as, he's, as she's running by blowing snot on me. If you don't get her caught, we're not any good. So the people, I mean, that's a talent in itself. But first of all, you got to get in the arena, you got to uncoil your rope, and you got to drop your head. So know your talents. Um, and be creative. Read through these verses, and these are just a short list of, of talents. I mean, if it's training horses, if it's sweeping floors, if it's text, text is a great way, is a great talent that's easy. Um, le little letters are great, but text, you can text praying for you, miss you, thinking about you or whatnot are easy way if, with technology. If you're on Facebook, I'm sure there's ways on Facebook. I do not know a thing about Facebook. But don't read this and think, well, I don't have any of these gifts or I don't have any of these talents. This is just a start. Um, one of the biggest jobs I had at the ranch rodeo I put on last week with Freedom was the gate person. And all they had to do was run the gate, but they got to see every team and every person that went in the arena more than anybody else because they were the gate person. And they got to greet them, tell them good run or that type of stuff. And that's probably the biggest help and the biggest talent of putting on a ranch rodeo we could have is the gate person. Because they're there. It's a face and they don't have to be in front of the crowd. But I want to really challenge you this week of what are your talents? And, and if you don't know, ask God and say, what is my talent? And sometimes it's the simplest things that make the biggest deal. Um, but think about that. And if you can't think of it, come to church or go to an event and watch the little kids. They'll remind us of what our talents are because they're not scared. They're going to ask the stranger um, I was riding with two guys I didn't know yesterday, and there was one kid that came by and kept petting the horse, and he struck up a conversation with everyone there. He wasn't scared to talk to people. He wasn't scared to pet someone's horse. He wasn't, well, they didn't know any better. So we can learn a lot from our kids. We can learn a lot from our babies um, that just, they don't have that fear that we develop as adults. So think about it. Utilize it at church, but more importantly, utilize it outside of church. Church is great, and we want to use it here, but is at our jobs, or if it's at the park with our kids, or if it's at the movies, or if it's at the ranch rodeo, or wherever. We've got to use our talents. And as we move on to verse 9, it says, Don't just pretend you love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Stand on the side of good. Love each other with genuine affection, and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy in your work, but serve the Lord enthusiastically. 
That's something with the rifleman. He's always, he doesn't balk about when a problem happens or generally what happens in the show is, is Micah, the sheriff, says, I need some help. And people come to him and on this morning it was, well, Micah, I've got a wife and kids. I need to go home. Or it's harvest time. I need to go home. I can't help protect the city. Um, what's the name of the city? North Fork. There you go. Um, can't protect North Fork. Can't do this. Can't do that. It's a long line of excuses. But he knows he can rely on the rifleman. He'll send Mark, his boy, he'll say, son, you need to go stay with so-and-so in town. It's a lady that takes care of him, feeds him, and he's always mad because he has to go in town. But if it's a three-day ride taking a prisoner somewhere to, to court for trial, or if it's this morning he, they were protecting the jail because they knew someone was coming to break the bad guy out, he's always there. Everyone else is undependable, and God calls us to be that always there, um, no matter what. If it's good times, if it's bad times, if it's rainy, if it's dry, if it's preaching, if it's <laughs> whatever. Um, and I know Jason, he told me yesterday that he really appreciated through our church. He, didn't, he had plenty of help. And that's a big deal of putting on an, an, an event is having the gate guy, having the shoot help, having people to full flanks, having people to run gates, having people to sort cattle that come out having people to bring cattle, all that. There's a million things to do, and none of them are huge. But all of them are equally important, and if you leave one out, the rodeo doesn't happen, or it doesn't happen smooth. And, it, and then Thousand Hills are like, man, this, they put on an okay rodeo. But every guy I talked to yesterday is like, man, they put on a good rodeo, and they paid good, and they were friendly, and we had good food. The food was awesome. But all those come down to talents. All those come down to honesty and dedication. And we didn't have to worry. No one. We all had our jobs. We all got there because we, we wanted to be there. And that's the thing with Lucas McCain. He's always there, but he's always there with a smile. And he's huge. So he's intimidating, but he's there with his rifle. He's there with a smile. And he wants to be there. He loves the bad guy. And he makes it right. If he has to shoot somebody, he won't shoot him in the back. And he gives him the fair chance. He'll never draw on somebody first. But if he draws them with someone, what does anyone know where he typically shoots them? In the hand. Because it cripples their sin, per se, in the movie, and I'm stretching it, but they can't shoot anymore. So the, the, the gunman, he shoots their gun hand, knocks the rifle out of their hand, and then it makes them turn the right way because they're no longer any good as a gunman. So then they become a store general or whatever. Um, but that's what we need to do is as Christians, we've got to focus on what our, our gun hand is and, and what our talent is. But then when we're helping people, we need to not judge them, but help them know what, what their gifts are to not just pull their, their six shooter out and put another notch in the handle, but to what they can do with it. But we've got to do it. The big deal is we can do it and we can be there and we can be dedicated. But if we don't really love what we're doing and love the people we're helping and do it enthusiastically. Anybody been helped with someone that's doing their job but doesn't want to do it? I was at the donut store this morning. And I had the lady that I wanted to tell, if you don't like your job, quit. Not the right thing to do. I didn't tell her. But she was having a rough day. I don't know what was going on in her life. And she was working hard. We all have those days, but those are those days that I could have said something nice and I didn't and should have. But we have those things that, man, if it's those talented, say, hey, thank you, or whatever it is, I don't know. But those are the little things that we can really oil the wheel with. 
or say, hey, leave a card. I don't know. But I want to challenge you is, is um, the shooting. I can't remember the town of it, but their deal is to pay it forward, what, 19 times? My mother-in-law was talking to me about it. And that was one of her gifts, and she was trying to, if it was paying for someone behind her in the, the line or just, she was coming up with little things. And if someone caught her doing it, she would say, just pay it forward 19 times for the victims in the shooting. And that comes down to the church and the mentality, and she's loving doing it. She's having fun, blessing other people. But the big deal is, if we're lazy about what we're doing, and we're not enthusiastic and genuine about it, we need to quit. It's kind of like we had top pan and top horse yesterday. And the top horse, it worked its tail off yesterday. And um, the guy that won it not only rodeoed, but there was a couple cows that we needed help getting in, and he wouldn't help drag them in. And it was a plain old sorrow horse. There was another horse that was really in the run, and the Marshall Long rode a yellow horse, and it was nice. But this horse that won it, had, it wasn't fancy, it wasn't big, but it had a huge heart and a lot of go. And that's what we've got to be as Christians for not just a ranch church, but just Christians in general. We've got to have a lot of go. And that when he put, the, he put his rope around that cow's heels and it sucked in and that horse just squatted his hind end and just started lunging forward. And it was pretty impressive, but he didn't quit until the cowboy said quit. And that's what God asks of us, to go out every day and try and just win top horse. We're not going to win it every day, but if we try, we'll get to the pearly gates and he'll say, Slap us on the tail and six to the back 40 with good grass and, and good hay and say, it's mine. He's part of my herd. That's what we're looking for. But if we don't do it day in and day out, we're not going to make it there. And, and, and we're not going to make top horse. Has anyone had those horses that looked really pretty that quit quit you? Quit you two or three hours in, half day in, or when you rope something? Probably the, one of the best riding horses I had that would sit and spin and slide he would catch anything in the world, but if I roped anything over about a 200-pound calf, he'd hold him all the young, but he wouldn't drag anything in. And I don't know how many times I'd get one rope and get him to the trailer, but he wouldn't drag in. And so there I was stuck. Because you're not going to let him go because I'm not going to let my rope go. And you can't choke him down, but it's stuck. And a good horse isn't going to quit you. They're going to pull. They're going to get the job done. And that's what we've got to do. Getting them roped is just half the battle. Or it's just a start. We've got to drag something in the trailer. We've got to finish the job. Or a lot of the ranch... Yesterday, they had to run and, and get hot when they need to get hot and get something roped, but then they had to settle down and be quiet to sort something out of the herd because we were, we were sorting horn cattle. So you got to know your population. And that horse had multiple talents, and he deserved top horse. So that clicks to me. If it's top horse that understands to you or whatever it is, or a cooking show, I don't know, but find something that you can find throughout the week that reminds you, of, hey, I'm not on the right track. When I see a horse drop its tail and slide, and then can cross over and spin and read a cow before the cowboy's given it any cues. That reminds me, man, that's a good horse. And it, bloodlines matter, but more importantly, it's how you ride and how you work. So it doesn't matter if we come from a long line of sinners or a long line of Christians. It doesn't make a hill of beans to the big guy. What he wants us to ride every day with our talents. And in verse 12, it says, be glad for all God is planning for you. Be patient in trouble and always be prayerful. Um, this hit me pretty hard. I've got uh, got a dog I've had for 12 years, and I think it was the day after Bo asked me to, to preach. I wanted to call him back and say, nope, not going to do it. Because my wife came home, and uh, my wife found Niner, and he had a stroke. He's, he's at the vet. We don't know what God's planning for us. But he demands us to be glad for whatever it is. If it's good. If it's bad, 
we get a colt and it rides good and we're riding him in three days or whatnot, he demands us to be glad. And uh, I want to leave you with this. Be glad no matter what. Um, also back in the blizzard, I had a, I had a good, good run of bad luck. I heard an old cowboy tell me that. And um, I started out hauling heifers home on Sunday afternoon before we got the blizzard on Monday, which was great. And my transmission went out halfway home with my last load of heifers, a mile from home. Um, and then the, it had, still had a couple of gears, so I thought, I'll make it through the blizzard and feed with it and get it fixed. So I was on it and slid down a hill and hit a dumpster. So if you see duct tape on my, on my pickup, I'm doing body work now. So if you need me to fix it, I'll put duct tape on it. But... Again, this reminded me, as God said, no matter what happens, we got to be glad, and he's in control. We don't have to be happy, but we got to be glad, and we got to keep perspective. And it demands of this, and just kind of to leave you with a mental picture, is um, all of you that have ridden colts or a two-year-old or whatnot, you get 30 days or whatever, he's good enough to get out of the round pen. It's a really cool feeling when you can just kick him into a really soft lope and just lope across the pasture. And you're like, man, this is going to be a good horse, and he's riding good. But just, has any one of you been riding and someone talked to you the back and you look back? What happens when you look back? Your reins go one side or the other. Or our cell phone buzzes and we're like, yeah, this colt's broke. Good enough, I can check my phone. Or a turkey gets out from under you. And you can go from loping to smooth lope across the pasture to bucked off, laying in the middle of a yucca plant, looking underneath your horse, thinking, crap. I just drew a nasty cow. But that happens. But when we're riding for the big guy, when we come to, we've got support system. We've got some buddies that are laughing at us, but they're helping us out of the yucca plant. And our colt sitting there smelling us. Instead of just running off and watching our, our colt run off over the hill or through fences, our colt will stop there. Not literally, but God will take care of us. He's going to have our colt there thinking, all right, where'd you go? And get back on. And we're going to have people that are saying, Get up. That was kind of funny, and you bounced pretty good, but you're all right. Get back on. Let's go again. And remind us that our talents are there and say, be glad that you're not dead. Or be glad that we've got tomorrow. Or our horse is there. Or whatever it is, there's something to be glad about. And we've got talents. And that's what we've got to use our talents. And, and that's something I want to challenge us. It's easy to use our talents and think about people that aren't in our church. And that's really, really important. But just as important as we've got to take care of each other. No matter what it is. And, and, and there, we got to draw people in, but we also got to take care of our herd. Because, I mean, if we don't feed our cows or we've got our horses, and if we don't keep our horses in good shape and healthy and sound, they can't do a job. And we can't do a job on them. So we got to take care of ourselves. We got to take care of our family or our ranch team. And then we got to draw other teams in also. So take this week, re watch some riflemen, see what his talents are. Um, I actually have got Rifleman written in on, on chapter 12, but watch him. But I want you to think, and if you're struggling, thinking, man, I don't know what my talents are. Find someone that's not going to sugarcoat it. Find someone that's in your life that's going to say, here's what your talents are. Go in the arena, chain the gate behind you, and call for the cow, because that's what it is. But the cool thing about our ranch rodeo team is you're not alone. You're in it, you're in it together. If you're, if you're going to get run over by a cow, Four of you are going to get run over by a cow because we're not going to bail, no matter what it is. And I mean, and then you can get drug out as a team, or you can walk out as a team hooper and hollering. 
that's what we've got here at Thousand Hills, and that's what we've got with the big guy up there, no matter where we're at. If we're at the cell barn, we're at the back, for, back of a pasture by ourselves. He's with us. All we've got to do is say, I want you in my life, and let's go. And he'll put those people in our lives. And I'm a loner. Um, I can, I'm up southwest of freedom, and I can go all day or all week by myself and not see people. I'm okay with that. So one of my challenges, God kicks my butt a lot, is to call people or to have people in my life. But sometimes I've got to have that time. But I know, guys, no matter if I'm in the bottom of a canyon chasing a bull with my dog or, or wherever, he's with us. There's no cedars too thick for God, and there's no canyons or jip hills too high or snakes too big for God. He's going to be with us wherever we go, and he'll, be, he'll get us out of a bind. It may not come out without physical scar <laughs> war wounds, but he'll get us out, and he's got a place for us. And he's got a stall. If you want a stall, or he's got a great pasture wherever waiting for us. But we've got we to gotta compete for the ranch horse and top hand and top horse every day of our lives to get there and want it. Because no matter how talented the horse is, they've got to want it or they won't get it. Let's pray. Dear God, I want to thank you for today. I want to bless, thank you for this, the moisture you've blessed us with. And just thank you for this great family. And um, thank you for kicking us in the butt when we need it. And thank you for just picking us up and, and loving on us when we need it also. And just giving us those people in our lives that, that we need. Not necessarily always what we want but you always gave us what we need and those people in our lives that we need and you give us those people in our lives that we need to go to I ask you just to help us think um, when we're standing in the arena what's at the other end that we need to go get we need to blow to and we need to catch and we need to doctor we need to milk or whatever it is the challenge that we're straying away from that you want us to get to and just help us just to, to nod our head and go and realize if we go you're in control and just help us just to, to not back down from any challenge this week and just ride ride hard but ride smart every day we love you amen have a good week again we want to thank you for listening to this message and if you have questions please contact us we would love to visit with you again thousand hills ranch church at yahoo.com or you can contact us by phone 580-216-6427. And may God bless the ride you're on.